0: And uh, that's a great, great truth. If you have your Bible this morning, turn with me, if you will, to the book of Proverbs chapter 20, the 20th chapter of Proverbs, and then also 1 Corinthians, uh, the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and Proverbs chapter 20. We'll begin reading in the book of Proverbs here in just a few moments. I hope you had a great week. And uh, how many of you, you're tired this morning? Don't go to sleep on me now, Okay all right i was in a service years ago uh the guy preached for an hour and 45 minutes i kid you not he preached for an hour and 45 he preached for an hour and 45 minutes (laughs) you don't mean that and uh he preached for an hour and 45 minutes about uh about an hour into his sermon he said everybody stand up and i thought yes he's gonna land this plane (laughs) the spiritual guy that i am and uh and he said, all right, I want everybody to do some jumping jacks right now. And I said, is he serious? <clears throat> so if I see you going to sleep, you're going to stand up and you're going to do jumping jacks. This, no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but if you will stand with me, please. You don't have to do jumping jacks, but we're just going to read the Bible, okay? Proverbs chapter number 20. Proverbs chapter number 20. I love the book of Proverbs. It's so practical. And, uh, you know, I just had a senior moment. I don't know if you noticed that. I'm reaching for my glasses Ah, here they are. <laughs> hmm. So anyway, I'm a prime time Ray man. But anyway, Proverbs, Proverbs chapter twenty, and uh, it's going to be one of those days I can tell already. <clears throat> we'll begin reading in verse number six. The Bible says this: Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness. Notice the question here. But a faithful man, who can find? the just man walketh in his integrity his children are blessed after him a king sitteth in the in the throne of judgments uh, i'm sorry a king that sitteth in the throne of judgment scattereth away all evil with his eyes who can say i have made my heart clean i am pure from my sin divers weights and divers measures both of them are alike abomination to the lord even a child is known by his doings whether his work be pure and whether it be right the hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord hath made even both of them. I want you to focus back on number 6 is where we'll begin the message this morning. Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. A faithful man who can find. Now I'll turn with me over to the book of First Corinthians chapter 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 4. In verse number 1, the Bible says, Let a man so account of us all as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of god moreover it is required in stewards notice what it says that a man be found faithful it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful i want to preach to you this morning on this subject the search for the faithful the search for the faithful and let's pray together our father i pray that you'd help us this morning as we come to the preaching of your word. Father, it's so important that we grasp a, uh, a good firm hold on the truth that will be presented this morning. Father, I pray that you'd help me. In a day when it's hard to find a faithful person, I pray that we would determine that we will be that faithful man, that faithful woman, that faithful teenager, that faithful child. Father, faithfulness is something that is unique in that anyone can accomplish it. Uh, There's no special talent that's required. There's no special ability that's required Uh, Each of us in our own way can determine that we're going to be a faithful man And I pray father that you would help us to see it help us to grasp it help us to apply it in jesus name Amen. Thank you for standing you can be seated The bible tells us that the number one priority of a steward is faithfulness We've been in uh, January Stewardship Month and uh, in our Sunday School uh, lessons the last several weeks, and we'll continue the theme on through next Sunday, is the whole matter of stewardship. Stewardship, we're to be good stewards of our time, we're to be good stewards of our treasure. But the Bible says the number one priority of a faithful man, I'm sorry, or of a steward in his economy is faithfulness. Now a steward, we understand, is not somebody who owns something a steward is somebody who manages that which is owned by someone else god is the owner of everything that we have he's the owner the bible says the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof he owns the cattle on a thousand hills the bible says god owns everything if you can see it God owns it. You say, "Oh no, no, that 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 car out in the parking lot, that's mine, and that house at that such and such an address, that belongs to me. I own it free and clear, and uh, and I don't owe any money on it." Uh, by the way, if you, if you really think you own your house, try not paying taxes one year and see how. Anyway, that's the difference for me. But uh, uh, but uh, you say, "I own I own all of these things." Well, truthfully, God owns it because at some point we're going to breathe our last breath on this side of eternity and we're going to go on to uh to heaven if you know the lord <coughs> and uh and we'll really we're not taking anything with us uh, years ago you've heard me give this illustration before i saw an ad for these different uh these personalized caskets and uh, now you can get a casket that is that is personalized to your sports team your favorite sports team you can be buried in a detroit tigers casket now if you want to I wouldn't recommend it, but you can do that if you want to. You can be buried in a Detroit Lions casket or a University of Michigan or Michigan State casket. And I'm trying to give equal time to all the parties involved here this morning. But, uh, you can, hey, you can be buried in those things. And, and, uh, but, hey, the reality is you're not taking anything with you when you leave this earth. Not taking a dime with you. No, we are stewards in this life of what god owns and what god has entrusted to our care our family belongs to god uh, our our children the bible says lo children are an heritage of the lord and the fruit of the wo- of the womb is his reward my my wife and i uh, god has allowed five children to come into to our home and and they all belong to him They all belong to him. God can do with them as he pleases and as he chooses. And our goal as parents is simply to bring them up as the Bible tells us in the nurture and admonition of the Lord and get them ready for whatever it is that God wants for them. To, to bring them up and hopefully have them in submission not just to us as their earthly parents but the reason we are to have our children in submission to us is because we want them to be ultimately submissive to the heavenly father so that when it comes time for them to do his will they say here we here i am lord here i am And so that they can be good stewards of what God puts into their care. And the cycle continues that way. But the Bible tells us that it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Now, back in our text in Proverbs, he tells us in verse number 6. In Proverbs chapter 20 and verse number 6. Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness. Well, we know what that's all about most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness we want everybody to view us in a certain way (laughs) we want to pat ourselves on the back and show everybody what a good guy i am but notice the next part of the verse but a faithful man who can find a faithful man who can find you read that question and it's as if solomon here is pointing out a dearth of faithful men in other words, faithful men are hard to come by. They're hard to come by. You don't see them everywhere. We were standing in line the other day at, uh, in a Chick-fil-A restaurant over in uh, Lake Zurich, Illinois. The uh, boys had a basketball tournament there this weekend. And uh, <clears throat> I'm standing uh, looking at the menu, and our oldest son, Tim, was standing next to me. And uh, Stephen was next to him, and uh, other people were in line there. It was, it was busy. It was middle of lunch hour. <coughs> and uh, a little bitty kid, he must have been, I don't know, four, four or five years old, he had a camouflaged shirt on and some army pants. And <coughs> I'm standing there minding my own business, looking at the menu at Chick-fil-A, because that's what you're supposed to do. And uh, <coughs> he comes up, and he pulls my son Tim's pants on like that. And he looks up at him, and he said, Mr. Are you Captain America? <laughs> Mister, are you Captain America? And, and of course, Brother Tim, he got a big kick out of that. <laughs> and, uh, and I looked at Steve and I said, Nobody ever asked me that. <laughs> you know, Tim, 6'2, six, 6'3. He looks like Captain America. When I was his age, people looked at me and said, Hey, are you Opie Taylor? Uh, (laughs) But you know, it's not every day you can find a Captain America at Chick-fil-A. And he said, it's not every day you can find a faithful man. He said, a faithful man, who can find? There's almost a sense of despair in the question when he says, A faithful man, who can find? In our passage, Solomon came to the realization that in his kingdom and in his life, there were very few people that he could genuinely point to and say, there is a dependable person. There is a faithful man. He said, how can I find him? Who can I trust? Who will be there to help me? Who will get the job done, so to speak? Who can find a faithful man? The search for the faithful, The recruiting slogan of the United States Marine Corps for many years was uh, where the, the Marines are looking for a few good men. Remember that? The Marines are looking for a few good men. Another slogan that the Marine Corps has had now, uh, another motto, not really slogan, but, but a motto that, uh, that they have uh, incorporated into the culture of the Marines is simply this: semper Fidelis." It is a Latin term that states their code of conduct in battle and their affairs, semper fidelis, or sometimes those just say semper fi. What does it mean? It means always faithful. Always faithful. You know, God's looking for some faithful men today. God's looking for some faithful husbands today. God's looking for some faithful ladies today, some faithful wives and some faithful children and some faithful teenagers and some faithful church members and some faithful Christians and some... God just is looking for faithful men. And in his despair, you almost read it in the the context of the verse, a faithful man who can find. I want you to see, first of all, this morning, the mission. The mission. Our, uh, several years ago now, our Marines live by that semper fi always faithful motto and several years ago 300 military men were recently or they were deployed at that time to iraq to guard the u.s embassy there by the way a couple weeks ago i'm glad they were there amen i'm glad they were there and by the way i'm glad we have a commander in chief who don't mess around with that kind of stuff just thought i'd throw that in and they have one mission and that one mission is simply this semper fi hey we're going to be there, and we're going to do what we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to do it, when we're supposed to do it. We're going to obey the commander-in-chief and, our, and the other officers that have been uh, uh, put in charge of us, and we're going to get the job done. Consider with me this morning the mission of a faithful man. First of all, his mission is to be truthful. His mission is to be truthful. In Exodus chapter 18... And verse number 20, the Bible says this, Moreover thou shalt provide out of all the men, uh, able men, such as fear God, men of truth, hating covetousness, and place such over them to be rulers of thousands and rulers of hundreds and rulers of fifties and rulers of tens. He, uh, this, was, uh, this was God speaking to Moses, and he's saying, Moses, you got to have some help. And keep in mind, Moses' mission, he was... Bringing God's people, he had to uh, obey the Lord there at the burning bush in Exodus chapter 3. And God said, hey, Moses, I want you to go back to Egypt and I want you to appear before Pharaoh. And the word to Pharaoh is, let my people go. And you know the story of how all that unfolded with the plagues and so on. And finally that culminated with the Passover and the death of the, uh, uh, the, death of the firstborn and the, uh, the death angel who, who came over and so forth. And God's people came up out of Egypt, two and a half million of them. Two and a half million people were under the the direct direction of one man. You know what? That's a lot to ask of one person. (laughs) That's a lot to ask of one person. Moses is trying to get two and a half to three million Jews across the Red Sea. God provided, of course, God miraculously opened the Red Sea and God's people passed over on dry ground and then they get into the wilderness and so on. And here in Exodus chapter 18, God, tell, or God tells Moses, He said, Thou shalt provide out of all the people able men. He said, Moses, you've got to have some help. Moses, you can't do this by yourself. Moses, this is, way, this is way too big for you, son. You need to find some people. The Bible tells us that Moses, from, the, from morning until night, uh, people were bringing their problems to him and bringing their, their concerns to him. And, uh, and, uh, and God says, Moses, uh, you, you're, you're going to burn out like this. And, uh, and of course, uh, he got some advice from his father-in-law, Jethro, concerning the, the, the same uh, matter. But the, what I want you to see is this. The kind of men that God wanted Moses to get were faithful men. Men that feared God, men of truth, hating covetousness. Now, our mission is to be truthful. Our mission is to be truthful, hating covetousness. God's looking for faithful men who are, who are truthful. Hey, his mission is not only that, it's to be trusted. A faithful man's mission is to be trusted. He can be trusted with, with different things that God has for us. Look, let me ask you a question. If God is looking for someone that he trusts would he look in your direction would he look in my direction if god is looking for somebody that he can trust when we appear on his radar he said he said a faithful man in another passage a faithful man shall abound with blessings he said in first corinthians chapter four he said it's required in stewards that a man be found faithful you say, well, <clears throat> I, I, I want to be a good steward. Well, maybe we should start by being trustworthy. Trustworthy. You know, we live in a, we live in a culture today where honesty is elusive. We live in a culture today where, in, in, whether it's in politics or in the business world or in whatever area of life, it's hard to find people who will be just honest and truthful. Honest and truthful but here this faithful man his mission was to be truthful and his mission is to be trusted can you be trusted a faithful man can be trusted in his stewardship he can be trusted in his stewardship take take your bible with me this morning and turn to matthew chapter 25 matthew chapter 25 matthew chapter 25 love to hear the pages of your bible turning matthew chapter 25 speaking of this faithful man being trusted in his stewardship look with me at verse number 14 the bible says this for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods and he gave unto one uh, i'm sorry and unto one he gave five talents to another two and to another one to every man according to his several ability and straightway took his journey then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained two, uh, other two. Notice verse 18. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. And after a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I've gained beside them five talents more. of thy lord notice here whether the servant was given five talents or two talents both of them proved the same character uh uh character benefit that that the other did and that was you know what i can be trusted i can be trusted trust is earned you know i I love the passage over in the old testament that talks about abraham god said about abraham i can trust that guy he said i know him i know he will he will teach his children well i know there's certain things about abraham that uh that uh, uh about his character and i know that abraham is a trustworthy person why did god say that abraham had a track record abraham had proven himself that he was given some things and he was expected to be a steward of those things and god after some time in abraham's life notice you know abraham he's uh He's right down the line. Abraham's my friend. Abraham trains his children well. Abraham trusts me. Now, that's not to say Abraham wasn't human. We understand Abraham made some mistakes. Abraham went to Egypt when he shouldn't have gone to Egypt. Abraham didn't trust the Lord during the famine. But over over the wide scope of his life and over the long haul, Abraham proved himself to be trustworthy and god did some amazing things in Abraham's life look understand something <clears throat> God's love is unconditional but God's blessings are many of them don't miss that God's love for us is unconditional brother Dave I'm glad God loves me in spite of me <laughs> amen God's love for me is unconditional in other words if I went to God today say God why do you love me i'm not sure what kind of answer i get but anyway uh to be honest i'm not always lovable and if you were honest you'd say you're not always lovable amen okay most of you all right (laughs) but sometimes we're not lovable god loves me unconditionally but wait a minute when you start talking about god's hand of blessing in my life there are some conditions many times there are some requirements many times you know we want god to bless us like god loves us and it doesn't always work that way many times the blessings of god upon my life hinge and are contingent on my willingness to obey the lord now that doesn't mean he doesn't love me but the bible says whom the lord loveth he chasteneth." And, and I have no right to go to God and expect blessings from him when I have proven myself to be untrustworthy as a steward. This faithful man, his mission is to be trustworthy. His mission is to be trusted. Uh, and uh, he, he doesn't waste his opportunities. A steward, he doesn't waste, the faithful man, he does not waste his opportunities. Think about that. In this year, 2020, God is going to give you certain opportunities. Let me ask you a question: Are you going to make the most of them? Am I going to make the most of them? God has given you, given many of us, the opportunity uh, to be uh, uh, to, to have a spouse, to have a marriage. That's an opportunity. That's something that we are to to cultivate for, for, for God's glory. God has given us children in uh in in many cases uh, how many of you have, raise your hand if you're a grandparent you're a grandparent all right you can put your hands down it for those of you that just raised your hand how many of you are a relatively new grandparent we'll say that within the last five years you just became a grandparent within the last five years okay my wife and I we haven't reached that point yet and you were probably expecting an announcement there but you're not going to get that uh <laughs> just kidding <laughs> uh is it true they say that being that uh being a grandparent is more fun than being a parent is that true for those of you that raise your hand is that true and now i'm looking forward to it but no time soon okay so don't get any ideas and uh, don't put any pressure on anybody <coughs> but uh but but they say that you know where was i going with that <laughs> oh yeah 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 opportunities <laughs> yeah <laughs> but god has given us opportunities He's given us opportunities to to train godly seed. Are we making the most of it? Look, mom and dad, children were not put in your home just so that you could have pleasure in them. That sounds like a foreign statement in 2020. God did not give us children for our pleasure. Uh, The same applies to grandparenting god did not give you grandchildren just for your pleasure grandma and grandpa god made everything for his pleasure for his benefit and we're to teach and to train them in the nurture and the admonition of the lord and sometimes it means i have to i have to parent in a way where you know my kid may not like what i do But it may be best for him or for her based on the fact that I look, I see something that says, you know what, that's not going to bring glory to God. We need to do something different. He gives us opportunities. Let's not waste them this year. Hey, the opportunity to serve, the opportunity to love, the opportunity to help, the opportunity to be a blessing to people. A faithful man looks at those opportunities and says, you know what, I'm going to seize the moment there. I'm going to seize the moment. A faithful man looks at those, op- hey, God gives us an opportunity tonight at 6 o'clock. He says, look, I want you to be in church. Are we going to take advantage of it? God gives us an opportunity on Wednesday nights to meet together with the church family. And, and uh, if you're able to be here, guess what? God wants you to be here. Look, let's not look for a way to skip out on, on responsibilities and opportunities. Let's look for an advantage. Let's look for a way to take advantage of the opportunities that God gives us. That's what a faithful man does a faithful man shall abound with blessings the bible says he gives a good rate of return a faithful man redeems the time a faithful man redeems the time boy god gives us another 11 and a half months in 2020 wow what are we going to do with it what are we going to do with it we're not belabor the point because we spent a lot of time there in the last several weeks as far as talking about new years and resolutions and goals and so forth but a faithful man he's prepared to give an account of his stewardship a faithful man can be trusted in his service a faithful man goes beyond just filling space (laughs) a faithful man understands that that uh, that he has duties and responsibilities and he's faithful to those duties a faithful man is not contentious he's not contentious you say preacher (coughs) what do you mean you know the bible talks about only by pride cometh contention i heard a preacher say this and it's i when i first heard it i thought is that really true and the more i thought about it the more i'm buying into it and the preacher said this i've never met a contentious servant i've never met a contentious servant he said i've met people who claim to be servants but they were contentious and then he said i meant uh, and I, i i i questioned him about it i said what do you mean by that he said people who are truly servants are more interested in serving others than themselves and therefore the contention is the contention passes because they figure you know what i'm not here for me i'm here for them i've never met a contentious servant understand the faithful man he's always in his place he's always in his place and again i commend you and i I understand and and, and please don't don't take this as a roundabout way of getting on those of you that could not be here tuesday wednesday and thursday because i understand work schedules were different during the week and many of you were not able to be here i understand that but but thank you so much those of you that that you were you were here tuesday wednesday thursday there's folks in this room i can set my watch by you you know that's a good thing that's awesome A faithful man is always in his place. A faithful man starts well, but a faithful man also ends well. A faithful man. A faithful man gets the job done. A faithful man gives the glory to God. A faithful man catches the heart of God and the heart of the leader. In Philippians chapter 2 and verse 19, the Bible says, But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timotheus shortly unto you, that I also may be of good comfort when I know your state, for I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state. Paul <coughs> talked about a young man named Timothy. He refers to him, their name, as Timotheus, Timotheus. <laughs> But Paul gives Timotheus, his his helper, if you will, one of the greatest compliments that could be given. He said, listen to this. He said, for I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state for all seek their own not the things of which are of jesus christ but you know the proof of him talking about timothy that as a son with the father he hath served with me in the gospel paul said look he has the same desire and the same fervor and the same zeal for the lord that i have maybe even to a greater degree hey that's what it's all about folks a faithful man a faithful man the premise of the message the aim of the message this morning is very simple is for you to ask yourself the question: Would God look at me and say, "Now there's a faithful guy. There's a faithful lady. There's a faithful mother. There's a faithful father. There's a faithful grandpa. There's a faithful grandma. Hey, this this uh, faithful man, he can be trusted not only in his, in his stewardship. He can be trusted in his submission. He can be trusted in his submission." In First Chronicles chapter 12 and verse 33, the Bible says, "Of Zebulun, such as went forth to battle, expert in war, with all instruments of war, 50,000 which could keep praying, they were not of a double heart. God's looking for people, faithful men, who are men of submission. You know, submission, and I'm about done, submission is one of those things that is not popular in 2020 submission you know why it's not popular because we want our way we want our way we want things done our way we we want burger king christianity amen (laughs) have it your way (laughs) but no if we're going to be faithful we're going to have to be men of submission submission to god's will submission to god's way hey you want to make 2020 a great year in your life make it a year of submission submission a year of submission make it a year where you back off from your agenda and what your goals are and what your dreams are and say god what do you want what do you want by the way you'll find you'll find unexpected happiness in just submitting to other people i was in the parking lot at a must have been myers or kroger's I don't know where I was. Anyway, is in a parking lot somewhere. <clears throat> and you've, we've all been there. The guy <clears throat> who pulls into the parking spot just bef- just ahead of you, boy, it just grates on you, doesn't it? You were sitting, you were there before he was. I know some of you, I'm stirring up road rage right now, just you're <laughs> thinking about it. And the other day, I was in there, and uh, I did something that was out of character for me. (laughs) I was there first. I mean, I had every, Brother Dave had every right to that spot. I was there, okay? And I decided to try something different. I was going to be a good Christian. (laughs) And uh, the guy, I, I I motioned for him. I said, man, go ahead. I, and now i'm not saying this pat myself on the back because there's been many times where i've been on the anyway you you understand that okay but that particular time if it ever happens again i'll tell you but anyway <clears throat> uh but what really convicted me about the whole thing is i parked several spaces further away from the entrance than he did the guy waited for me he waited for me and uh he said uh he said that was rightfully your spot I said, man, I said, I got all I got nowhere to go and all day to get there. You're good. And uh, and we struck up a conversation and I was able to, to talk to him a little bit about church and, and and the Lord and so forth. You know what? God opens doors like that sometimes when we just give in. That's what submission is, just the art of giving in. When you have to have your way. When you insist on doing things your way, whether it be as far as you and God are concerned or you and your fellow man is concerned, you close doors for yourself. You hurt your own progress. You put a ceiling over your head. When you insist on doing things, this is what I want to do, this is where I want to go, this is who I want to run with, this is what, this is what my desires are. No, no. God says a faithful man practices submission, he can be trusted as a soldier second Timothy chapter 2 we'll not get into that he said there thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ he's taught he was commending Timothy for his faithfulness and he said Timothy if you're going to be the kind of faithful man God wants to be you're going to have to be trusted as a soldier you may have to go through some hard times there's more messages, but we're out of time listen very carefully real simple this morning ask yourself the question are you a faithful man one of my prayers for Lake Crest Baptist Church is for faithful men faithful men now thank God for the faithful men that have that are a part of our church thank God for the faithful men who have been a part of our church thank God for those uh, who have uh, who've been part of our church family who for many years have been just steady every day every Sunday <coughs> Faithful in prayer, faithful in reading their Bible, faithful in in their attendance to church, faithful in their service, faithful in their stewardship. Thank God for those people, but may God raise up more faithful men. You know, it's a choice that you make. Here's the beauty of all of it. We're done, okay? Here's the beauty of all of it. Anybody in this room right now, starting on this day, January 19th, 2020, can say, by God's grace, I'm going to be a faithful man you don't have to be talented you don't have to be able to sing you don't have to be able to preach you don't have to be able to do anything specifically but you can be faithful you can be faithful our father i pray that you burn a desire in all our hearts this morning to be faithful men faithful women faithful teenagers